You have Google. Yeah, what? Okay. I have my phone right now. It's charging. Okay, here, put put on your headphones. We're, we are recording right fucking now, bro. And pause this, sh- this awesomeness. I was going to say shit, but this is awesome. Oh, my God. Victor, where, what are you doing over there? He is like... He's lost his headphones, along with his marbles. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. This is phenomenal. I... Look, I... Why do you keep somehow, like, the last two or three podcasts, you caught our arguments... Okay, Our spousal arguments. Okay, the last one. It's ridiculous. I destroyed. Just, just, just so we're clear, the last one I totally did take care of. Your dirty laundry on that one is safe, but this one, no, this is fair game because this is this is like some weird sort of like little like little lover spat. Okay, now he can't find his is. Okay, here we go. You know, I, I spend all day setting up this bitchin' studio. You, oh, we are on. you spent 20 minutes putting all of this together like three months ago. And it hasn't paid off. That's how much skill I have. 20 minutes, podcast studio. So what I had said was there is an opossum living in the detritus on the other side of the fence next to our shed. Now, when you say opossum, do you mean possum? No, we don't have possums in the United States. Or North America. We have opossums. Now, if I were to look up an opossum, would it look an incredible degree like ours? Or would it be like, whoa, that's a very different creature? United States opossum. Australia possum. Okay, here. I, I, I they are the- related. The opossum is the only okay. North American marsupial. Okay, I'm, go- I'm about to Google this bitch now. Uh, let's see. Opossum... Okay, so in the detritus next to the house. Versus. Oh, oh that's like. That's the, not uh, what I said. What did I say? That's the first thing. Opossum versus possum. And uh, it, it, is, it is buffering right now. What did I say? Detritus on the other side of the fence, right? Next to the shed. Yeah, there you go. Not nope, next huh? to the house. Next to the shed. Okay, because so whoever freaking owns the house next to ours has. At least since we've been here, but it looks like it's been there five years at least, has like all of this scrap metal and siding and I don't know. Okay. Looks like rafters or something. Scaffolding. Okay. She is correct. Thank you. But colloquially, we just call them possums here. Like if if you go to to Australia and say, oh, there's a possum over there. They're not going to be like, they're not going to be like, oh, is that a possum or an opossum? It's incorrect. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's just because American speakers are lazy. Yeah, we're awesome is what we are. Look, just call them. If you live in America and you've never seen an opossum, just call them a possum. Who gives a shit? Do you care? Yes. If you say (laughs) possum to somebody here in America, are they going to be like, wait, 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 wait. Someone released a possum from Australia. No, but if you show if you show an opossum to an Australian, they'll be like, "That's yeah, but that's like, not a possum." But if you point at like one of the many roadkills I drive by as part of my job, no one's gonna be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, sir, that is an opossum." The possums are actually like super related to kangaroos, and they're fucking adorable. They are adorable. Also, opossums are super adorable too, like especially when they're babies. But a possum literally looks like. Well, Ameripossums, that's what we're going to call them from now on. I mean, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. That's great. Freedom possums. <laughs> um, but the possum literally <clears throat> looks like a tiny mouse-like fluffy kangaroo. Yeah, and they play dead. Like, they hiss at you, and then they'll roll that, over and play dead. That's an opossum. No, they'll play dead here, too. Like, listen, I used to have them at, at the apartment complex I used to live at. No, no I, I'm they referring play, to oh, opossums. Oh, well, our... You, uh, the Ameripossum. Ameripossum. <laughs> that you just you can't you can't call it anything Look, other than Ameripossum. Con- I was more confused by the word detritus. And detritus. And that, you were you were confused by detritus. You are an educated man who works. Apparently that. not. I've you, never heard that. You term make before. enough to pay for a house. <laughs> it means waste or debris of any kind. Look, I, okay, everybody. We've you, don't, lived you, don't through know, you don't have to know what the word detritus <laughs> means to make it We've lived through enough like catastrophes <laughs> that I think you should know what detritus <laughs> means. Apparently not, because I rent a room from you, <laughs> and I know what, what detritus... <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. 
Everyone, America. You don't have to know Ameritritis. big words. And I thought, <laughs> so you come in and you're saying like words like opossum and detritus, and I'm like, I just know trash and possum. Why didn't you just say there was some possum in the trash? Or something? Yeah, there was a possum <laughs> in the trash. Because, because that does not fully encapsulate like the oh. degree of. Oh, I'm sorry. Would you like crap? Us, would you like us to get? A, and I always <laughs> thought that the O was silent in opossum. So I thought. Yeah, there, there are plenty of silent letters in the English language. Okay, wait, wait. <coughs> Welcome to the Transmit Podcast, where we have just like we didn't even start on the rails. To be honest, I'm your host, Spike. I'm Samantha. I'm Victor. And uh, listen, we're going to do some bullshitting, and then we'll talk about some Star Trek. We already did it. We, 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 yeah, that I, was the bullshitting. How long was I, that, like 10, got, 20 minutes? That was five, our marriage five, therapy. Five minutes, and I have another um, bit of, uh, of bullshit I want to talk to you about. Um, I saw someone driving up in, um, up in Bernardo Center, Rancho Bernardo, uh, driving a de-governmentized... Uh, um, de-governmentized. Uh, <laughs> It's not, it wasn't car? military. No, no, not police car. Uh, meter, meter made, um, like ticket giving cart. Three wheeled, you know? The ones you see driving around downtown. They, they, they de governmentized it. And why? It, well, I was an old guy, and I want to know where can I get one, and how do I defend myself from the avalanche of pussy that is abound to fall upon me <laughs> if I'm to drive the three wheeled, like, parking ticket mobile? Do you think I should like? Wait, is that street legal? Apparently, yeah, I mean they're generally street legal. They're able to drive. They're them street on legal streets. to start with, and I, I think you just got to register it because he had like a license plate and everything, and he was just just putting around uh, Rancho Bernardo hmm. behind the 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 Vons. and I was sitting there like doing my deliveries, and he was. He, he I need to see a picture of this vehicle. Can someone look it up? Or okay, I, I already sent you a picture. You don't know what the meter made vehicles you know what look mean? like. Those little like three wheeled, fucking mall security guard looking shits. Yeah. I'm just imagining a golf cart. I imagine meter. Basically, that's golf. it. It's, it's like a pointy golf cart. It's a pointy golf cart. <laughs> it, it looks kind of like you. You see that picture of the um of the uh, M wraps I sent you that I really want. No. Oh come on! See, I tagged both of you. <laughs> that thing. Yeah, I yeah. tagged okay, both so of you. So a person had like a. a a private version of that? Yes, he he apparently went to the government like a uh, used uh, vehicle site and said, "Oh, there's I can- a subculture around X meter made motor carts." There's a su- I knew there was a subculture around like like uh, like like scooters, but this is something new. I shit you not. Like I could use that to get around. Oh, you, can, you can So it's can Wait. you go on the freeway with it? No, absolutely not. No, they're not. I don't think they're freeway legal. But you they're can go city on the street. street legal. Yeah. Like, but that'd be great. Like, if I want to go to the burrito place down the street, just imagine it. Ima- Victor, imagine <laughs> me in a meter... Ma- like, I would, like, make it look quasi, like, uh, meter made-ish, so no one would fuck with me. Yeah, I mean, you can totally make it post-apocalyptic. The one oh. I was looking at was post-apocalyptic. Oh, I would do that, too. I would put, like, um, like razor blades on it. I mean, it. they sell them with just the logos painted over. Oh, so it's still got... I mean, like, this one is a 97... With blue on the bottom and white on the top. I didn't even consider. Oh my god! I didn't even consider that there would be years to that. <laughs> I assume. Fuck they, yes, there are. I would. Assu- I just assumed there'd be like the same like model for you. But no, it'd be like a uh, Honda. They're made by Cushman. Cush- Cushman. That sounds like someone who makes like your your weed whacker. Okay, I want to know that. When did when was the first one of these made? No, what, no, no. When, when is the best one made? Uh, this one is Go BT57. I don't know if that's... Look, my dad... They're sell- they were selling it for $700 in 2017. Like, it's super affordable. Wait, wait, how much? A dollars $700. $700 for a street legal... Be- I could go to the, the I mean, it, shop? It's <laughs> from 1997, but it looked in great condition. I mean, that's... That's phenomenal. Like, look, I was thinking about, like, the, the military MRAPs, like, the armor, like, they could take a 50 cal round. And they have like backup cameras and like six seats. We could like haul all our wrestlers in one go into an armored vehicle. You could get the one that looks kind of militarized. Like it literally looks kind of like a Jeep. Oh my God. Did you just cream you yourself? That? I No, I'm about to. Like if, if I hadn't been doing Kegel exercises, <laughs> I would be making a mess of your, of your couch here. Um, <laughs> That's a little tiny. <laughs> oh, hang on. Slightly don't. militarized looking. If it, if they have them from like 84 Cushman. too. It's a Cushman truckster. We need to paint that desert tan. Look at it. Oh. F- <laughs> <sighs> it's 
just a little tiny. <laughs> I mean, how many? Two people, right? Yeah, three well, people tops and nothing. One person in the in the two. driver's seat. One person riding on the back with like I don't know, like a machine gun. <laughs> I don't know. This looks like a mod of one where they <laughs> they made it look kind of like a panel truck kind of situation. Oh my god! I so want they, this. Like they put oh, a. That one looks kind of cool. So look at that. Oh, that is bitching. That that is like the most militaristic version of of a three wheeled vehicle you could find. <laughs> oh my god. No, you need to Cushman look at no. You you need to look at the thing I tag you in the M wraps, because we could we could Why? be bitching like look. It's like four tons. Of now road I have to scroll ruining. through all this shit. It's four tons of road ruining, used vehicle, with backup cameras and like a like a with a troop compartment. Do you listen? You've seen what's happening out there. We need to be able to survive an IED <laughs> or an IUD. Which one is the one that keeps you from getting pregnant? IUD. I IED gets you yeah, getting pregnant. I, gotcha. I, I saw this. Is I'm that? not. Oh come on! Look. Uh, so you, these are street legal too. I mean, ish. I mean, if if the SWAT can drive them, why can't we? Can you get a demilitarized? Actually, version? that's a fair Those argument. Those are all demilitarized. That's a fair argument. Right? If if the police forces can have certain things, then and civilians they should be. Able yeah, to they have sell them. those to everyone, not just the SWAT. And look, those are demilitarized. The only thing that makes them demilitarized is there's no like machine guns on them. They're just like thick-walled cars. And can you imagine rolling up to a party in that? Wait, so can you imagine just, driving by the police station in that? This is being sold to civilians. Right? To anyone. <laughs> like, that's the great thing. Is like, didn't you ever see Lord I thought, of... Uh, you know, I thought the Cybertruck They're literally like, armored. I mean, it, you can buy armored. an armored vehicle. You can. Just, just, you can't have a machine gun on it. Just imagine, like, rolling by the SWAT and that, like, the police. There's no... Yeah, that was really terrible. There's no pricing <laughs> on their website, though. You have to, you have to ask them You have to call nicely. or email. Look, my dad offered to pitch in. If you're willing to pitch in... I'll put in like fifty bucks. I'll give you ten dollars. I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you a shiny ten dollar bill. Okay, but the question is, which one do you want? Well, I want the one with the most seats because I need to carry all my bros to, I the, mean, to the club. I mean, there, there's like the MRAP eighty thirty nine is the black one. Oh, black! Come Sold. on, we we could buy more seats for it. Like, kind of like the Batmobile, huh? Right. It is. Except like more blocky. It's just this is this is just very unnecessary. I mean, come on. We live in America. How much of the shit we we have a piano that we're trying to get rid of in our in our living room? Yeah. If anyone wants a a piano in the eastern Ukraine, this would be like an extravagance. (laughs) It's got like this fucking crazy ass camera system on it too. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I have one. Like that camera system I have on my like um my my work truck. You know, a twenty-two ton armored infantry mobility. Look, we have like a like a ten-ton truck out front. Not anymore. Well, no, it, it comes and goes. Like, it, it was out there this morning. Was it? Great. Yeah, like, look. If <laughs> They're we, the reason why our fucking street is so yeah, if I had crappy. A, if I had a different property, I might actually consider getting that. No, you need to consider this. And so you can assert dominance. Look, they you have... You just slowly <laughs> pull up to those fucking shitty-ass trucks and you just kind of push them. Yes, yeah, slowly. Little, little foot by foot. And look, if you just get, like, an M60 look-alike... You'll look like the baddest dude in the area. Come on. M60. What's that? That that's the Rambo gun. Oh. Or M240 or anything modern. Okay, fine. Look. Well, a, I don't think I'll go. A Browning 50 cal. Into um, public with that. No, you don't have to go into public with it. Just mounted here on the street, <laughs> and just like intimidate the neighbors. <clears throat> okay. Look, you need to establish dominance here in in Lemon Grove. Okay. Um. Yeah. I don't want to be a dick, though, and screw up the street. The yeah, street's because already like fucked. we're already, we already, I already, I at least already bitch about the fucking the street semis the that are always parked. Next on the place street. I get is gonna have a huge driveway to fit okay. these big. But vehicles. you can't move there with us. What the? Fu- Come on, <laughs> we're all friends, and how are we gonna podcast if I don't live down the hall from you? Uh, that's a good. That's yeah, a, good, a good, point. Uh, that's yeah, a good point. Yeah, there you go. Okay. It would be impossible, huh? It would be nigh impossible. Every podcast group team lives together. Lives right? exactly together, except for like the five I listen to. Okay, um, so, okay, how about we transition into a little bit of Picard talk? <coughs> huh? Picard. Uh, a little bit of Star Trek Picard. Okay. Uh, do you have any, like, music to go with that or like any little 
sound effect. Da 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 like seven of nine doing a little bit of a, a little bit of vigilante work. Uh-huh. She's like saving like one of the characters from the the Voyager series, the weird nose. Which let's be honest, like everyone in uh, Star Trek who's not a human has a weird nose thing going on. Wait, there was this character from Voyager who had a weird nose. Shocking, right? <laughs> Which character? Oh, look! They it? saved like later on. They saved like a bunch of Borg kids. Oh. And then one of them like went to Starfleet, and then um, this crime boss that we're going to see later at Free Cloud mm-hmm. uh, was like harvesting their Borg parts, just like <laughs> taking them out, like sociopathically. Um, the part with Seven of Nine, her being a vigilante, I don't really remember. I don't really remember that. Well, she shows up in like this like dingy looking like um, uh, what's the what's which one is the um, hostile looking? Uh, you ever see the movie Hostile? Hostile? No. Okay, you ever see um. Uh, what's the one with Jigsaw? Saw. No. Well, yeah, I've seen a couple of Okay, songs. it's kind of like a Saw scene where there's someone like pulling oh, yeah, parts yeah. out of somebody. Yeah, okay, I remember that. It's like, where's that ocular implant? And then she shows up and just starts shooting people. And then she kills the dude that they were torturing. Yeah, because uh, he was in terrible pain, and apparently they don't live in the magic future where everyone can be healed of everything. <laughs> Look, the the weakness in this is that they kind of undo a bit of stuff to make dr- drama happen mm-hmm. instead of like putting in the time to say like, oh, here's new science mm-hmm. and new technologies that make the old stuff uh, obsolete and unusable. They just go, they just kind of ignore it. Like any wrestling promotion where they have something that doesn't quite work, they'll just ignore, ignore it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look, we've like taken someone from like fully borged up and like hurt terribly to fully healthy again. For plot convenience. It's like, no, I am in pain. Just shoot me. She's like, I'm sorry. And she shoots him in the gut. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I didn't have that thought. What, <laughs> did, I saw what, that scene. what thought did you have? I don't know. I just, I didn't feel anything. Well, that's because you didn't watch Voyager. No, you <laughs> didn't watch kidding. Voyager. No, I thought, uh, I thought it was a little strange that she killed him. And I was like, okay, I guess they're trying to shut, set her up as like a character that's really tough or something. Or well, that's what I was trying to put her through these hard times or whatever. Yeah, that's why. Let's not go in order, just so we can kind of like joke about everything in this episode. Because um, that's kind of the thing they go for in this is that she's like badass, Mick, Mick tough. Mm-hmm. Like she, like at the end of the episode where like she beams away with them after she decides not to like put everyone on the ship in trouble. Then she beams back. I need to borrow a couple of phasers, and no one thinks anything of it. Like, can't we replicate those? Like, no, no, I need to borrow your phasers. <laughs> and apparently, she just beams right back down to where they started and shoots the crime <coughs> boss. Just vaporizes her. And she has this like little talk where she's like, "Oh, you're back." It's like, "Yeah, I, I am." It's like, "You trusted me. You beat trust out of me." It's like, "Well, I thought like what? what like Kirk or Picard is still full of hope. Someone needs hope out here, but hope is an obsolete notion." And I'm going to shoot you now because I'm badass. My name is my first name is Seven of Nine. Middle name, bad. Last name, ass. That's, yeah, that's <clears throat> pretty accurate, I guess. And she does have, like, this bitchin' little shootout, but, like, just from her point, like, she's just walking forward, just shooting two phases at once. Mm-hmm. Who's she shooting at? Shooting at just, again? like, the, the security team that shows up. Just random randos. Oh, uh, on the on the cube, on the board cube. No, not on the board cube. She's in. She's still in free cloud. Oh, on free cloud. Yeah, she. They find like the. Uh, like oh, because they found her on the. They found her. They beamed her in from the last episode. Yeah, they beamed her up. And it's like, oh, you owe me a ship. It's like, no, we saved you. We don't owe you anything. You <laughs> showed up and started shooting. I don't owe you jack shit. <laughs> it was just a calm. Like, look, I like like the flavor of like this new Star Trek, but some of the like the sense is gone. <laughs> it's bizarre. Like they sacrifice so much of like the uh okay, let's be honest. Like a lot of next gen, especially the early seasons, didn't make a lot of sense. But they did like lose some of the sense just for like badassery. Because mm-hmm. they go to like Free Cloud and Captain like D Rio mm-hmm. is that yeah he dresses Rios. up yeah he dresses up like a pimp. Yeah. Like, this is the weirdest shit. I, like, this is purely a comedy episode in this part where, like, no, everyone here dresses flamboyantly, so he's going to dress like a 
like a pimp from the 50s. And then it's the Borg that suggests that he put a feather in his hat. <laughs> like, you need a feather. Like, what? Huh? <laughs> and he's like a go-between guy. Like, this is like, I've been watching. Um, she knows what a pimp looks like. Oh, yeah. I've been watching Burn Notice. So this kind of like rang true where they just make up some like backstory about the criminal back, uh, like underworld. Like in the criminal underworld, you need to look like this. And then like the guy will show up looking like that. I need a good explanation about um, the economy of the Star Trek universe. Seriously. Because I'm not because is there money or is there not money in, in the Federation? <coughs> no. In Free Cloud? Yes. But they don't ever explain like I need 37 bits or credits or whatever (laughs) if you just said i need these many bars of gold pressed latinum i would say oh i understand that because that was in a deep space nine Mm -hmm. but apparently they don't they don't bother that it's like i'm here to do an in-between deal like oh cool i will pay you oh i saw this um this montage of um on youtube of every time they visited Earth yeah. every time Earth was featured in <laughs> Star Trek. Oh yeah, and um, it like it kept showing like San Francisco because that's where Starfleet is. So there's a lot of scenes of like San Francisco, and then you can see yeah. over time them getting better and better at like <clears throat> you know depicting San Francisco. Hmm. By the time you got to our time, like you know with Picard, it's like perfectly like CG. And, oh like, yeah, we have so like great. realistic CGI and stuff. But back in the movie, it wasn't so great. But anyway, there was a scene where, like, Cisco was talking to his son. Yeah. And he's like, when I was a boy and I had to go to Starfleet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember they were talking about that. He's like, um, what did he say? He's like. He had to <coughs> use up, like, um, like he's like, transporter I was, credits. I was so homesick living in San Francisco yeah. that I used up all my trans- transporter credits, credits or in a week or something. Yeah, it's like because well, I had to beam back home every night. And realistically, <laughs> why do you need transporter credits in the fucking? If all you need to so, do, but to, that's a form of money. I think that's a form of, of money because he lives in like the south. He's like a Creole, like like a uh, bayou sort of like. He's like when he goes on vacation, he goes to his father's restaurant and scrubs uh, clams. <laughs> that's weird. like he like when you think of like uh like Mardi Gras, like that sort of like gumbo making like chef guy. Yeah, so I think that they have. Salute. They don't have money, but they have credits for things. <coughs> so I, like food I, credits, transporter credits. I guess, but then so if you, you can use those all up, and I, then you won't be able to eat for the rest of the week. I can't say, you still can't eat. We're in the post. <laughs> it's like in in like what was it? Um, in um Star Trek Discovery, they're talking like, oh yeah, we we got rid of want. Like, if you get rid of want, you don't need fucking, like, food credits. I don't understand how this... It's all just, like, based on what we need at that second. <laughs> like, I remember in Next Gen, there was this guy from the past or something. They uncovered or unfroze. Yeah, in a, like, a satellite like, thing. He's like, I want to look at the stock market. It's like, oh, we don't. I'd be rich by now. It's like, oh, yeah, what have my, what have my banker... I remember that one. What have my bankers done by now? <laughs> and, and then, like, Riker was like, oh, we don't have any of that. We and he's broken. Our money and, well, and the, the, no, my best, the, my favorite part of that episode is unintentional, because he does Deanna Troy's job just by looking at a guy. Like Deanna would normally be the one where he lean, she'd lean over and be like, "I sense he's hiding something," and he just looks at a guy and goes like, "Oh yeah, this guy, he's nervous about something. He's hiding something. You can tell by looking at him." It's like, and I just expect everyone to look at Troy like, "You didn't pick that up on that." <laughs> It's like you're a fucking like in, like empath. You can't see that. He he looked with his eyes. I'm sorry. That it was very frustrating. And Troy's powers were always frustrating. Like they didn't know what to do with her. It's it's like Rose from Star Trek. It's like it's not her fault that they didn't give her anything good to do. Uh-huh. It's the writer's fault because they didn't like think through this character. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, big next gen tangent right there. Talking yeah, that was about a Picard. Yeah. Um, I like that. Um. Picard dressed like some sort of weird Bond villain for this. Like he was like the, the person. Are are you done making a mess? No, he's just begun. I'm the one who's had a couple of drinks, and you're the one who's like, look at me. I'm My making. smoothie got stuck to the um, coaster. They get cut stuck to the coaster sometimes. Yeah, you need heavier coasters. Look, you have steel coasters right there. The s- the steel stick more. Really. Yes. I'll get you some lead ones. Need some like super heavy, heavy duty. Yeah, coasters. you need lead. Yeah, lead. No. 
and then you need to lick it. It just the it creates a little suction bubble. That's why. Okay, so we basically what happens in that episode is um like Seven uses herself as bait to get to this crime boss who killed Maddox or like put him in like some sort of like um he she she captured him. Bruce Maddox. Bruce Maddox. The, the That's, he's from Next Gen. I guess there was an episode. He was? <clears throat> yeah, that featured Bruce Maddox. I don't remember that one. It was um he was it was Data was on trial. Was that Bruce Maddox? Yeah, it's not the same actor, but it's the same character. Okay, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just watched a thing about like the a lawyer talks about um he reviews like legal proceedings on uh, for from TV shows, and I just watched his review of that. Okay, yeah, he was talking about how you know, well Bruce Maddox anyway. He didn't <clears throat> think that Data was a human being, or yep. he was like racist against droids or whatever. Well, or he whatever. wasn't. I don't know if he was racist, but he <laughs> said like this is Federation property. <clears throat> And he forced a Riker to like be like the 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 prosecution for that. It was a really good episode. It was very it was very compelling. So that <coughs> so that was kind of interesting. Like ever, ever since I was a kid, like I just recently found out that Data was autonomous and that right? he actually went, worked through the ranks of Starfleet. Well, that's the thing that always like stuck out to Apparently, me. Apparently, it took him twelve years to get to the Enterprise or oh, to yeah. get to to be a part of Starfleet, and then. I guess he's been a part of Starfleet for 17 years total or something yeah. by that episode, which I didn't ever, I never really thought about. It's like, I thought they, I thought the Federation just built data. Right. <laughs> and yeah. they just owned them. Well, that's <laughs> the thing that like stuck out to me, like upon the, like reviewing this at the last, the last time I thought about it is like, they gave him a commission. It's not like they built him and then said, you're an officer. Like he earned a commission. Like, so he shouldn't be Starfleet property that the whole, that whole episode while compelling is like completely based on nothing. Yeah, it's like if I like show up and they and like the Navy says, "Oh, here, um, you're an officer now," but also humans are no longer like totally human, so we own you now. Suddenly, that's not how that works legally. You know, you 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 just like discharge you from the Navy. Yes, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that uh, Data was a completely autonomous um, being. Right. That just. You know, he decided he he chose to join Starfleet. He could have done many anything. do. He could have done anything else. He could have been an android that. You could know, have been an artist android, which he is. Yeah, but he decided to <coughs> do Star. He could have been like a doctor, just a doctor on Earth. Right. He could have just been like the the most the doctor <coughs> with the worst bedside manner ever. <laughs> it's like I'm sorry, sir. You have type three A herpes, which kills you. Like, whoa! Oh, uh, what? <laughs> yes, the best I can do is take a phaser to your forehead. <laughs> I guess Data was better off in Starfleet. Yeah, he's he is better off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I, what I like about this is like uh, once like they just said, look, um, uh, Picard, like listen, Picard, don't act like Picard. Act like you normally do on like you on like Twitter. So you mean like a flamboyant like dandy? Yes. Because he puts on an eye patch and gets some sort of weird costume on. It's like I am Mister like chic, and I am like selling seven of nine. And like wh- I have no idea what 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 direction they gave this man, Patrick Stewart. Be the Frenchman that you should have been. Yeah, the whole time, <laughs> and not the Englishman pretending to be a Frenchman <laughs> who has an English accent. Um. Hey, not everyone who has certain names is actually representative of that particular yeah, region. Yeah, yeah, ni- nice attempt. There. Well, I, his I family moved to Britain for a couple generations. For like then he moved seven or eight generations. Then he moved back to France. Then he, yeah, he got really into his roots. He took a, like a like a e heritage uh, course. He just spit into one of those vials. It's like, oh, actually, you're a Frenchman and you descend from winemakers. Like, oh, I need to be into that right now. <laughs> that's the history of yeah. That's the that's the Jean-Luc. secret history of. Yeah, this Picard is a lot um, flamboyant uh, out there. He's like. He's a lot less aggressive than the other. Yeah, he's less because well, he's no longer the captain. Like Captain Rios is the captain, so he gets just he just gets to be like, "Here's my wisdom," and let me have some fun back here. Yeah, he's kind of like a fun old man, I guess. He's not really. That's why I keep thinking of him, like when he was like trying to uh, like convince Starfleet to like save the Romulans. He just whipped out his dick and started waving it around. <laughs> There's just less on the ball for I don't him. Know, I don't. You you have a totally different view of of this Picard than I do. I think. Uh, look, I I, I <laughs> totally understand that he still has deep feelings for all this stuff. 
But since he's no longer an admiral or captain, and he's like handing it off to Rios and everyone else, he's just the name brand that brings you in. So he can just dick around. I feel like he's almost like the pet <laughs> of the crew. <laughs> he's the I feel like Picard in this, he's like what Slimer was to the Ghostbusters or what uh, Lockheed was to Shadowcat. Yep. He's um, he's just kind of like this background, kind of like kind of like comic relief kind of. He's what they need him to be. So sometimes he can be totally like serious and like <laughs> he brings like the like the yeah. Federation must uh, you must hold up to the highest standards of, of, of humanity. And, and, and scruples. And other times he's just like, I am a crazy dude doing crazy shit. Look at me. He's like Master Roshi from yes. Dragon Ball Z. When you need him to be, he'll like turn into totally a buff dude who fights. <laughs> and other times be like, I'm going to put my face in somebody's titties. <laughs> okay, like the last thing from this episode I get is like, uh, he and Seven of Nine have a little talk about like not, like, do you feel like you've come back? Like, yeah. Did you get all of it back? I'm like, no, <laughs> no. We're both still pretty Borg. Oh, what do you what do you think about that scene? You like I that scene? I really like that because that kind of like um, carries over from the movies, mm-hmm. where like he's like the last time he fought the Borg in like first contact, the last like vision he had before he fought the Borg, like something was coming out of his face, like a little Borg thing. So like the, they're an invasive species. I read an article that said that um, Gene Roddenberry wouldn't have liked that scene because, um, which one? The scene that you're talking about where she's like, do you still feel, do you still, mm. still feel 100% human? Right. It's like, no, I'm, I'm working at it or whatever. I, you know, I think that that was like, if Gene Roddenberry was still alive, he might have like come along with the times maybe a little bit. Because this does not feel like Trek, like normal like Picard Trek, right? I feel like, yeah, of all the things that are on the show, like that are not next generation Trek, like... uh I feel like that would be the least of Gene Roddenberry's concerns. Right. For what's going on in this. Oh, show. yeah. <laughs> like, you're sitting there with Rios, and, like, I think in, in the set, like, moving on to episode six, like, you're sitting there with, like, Captain Rios, who, like, res- like, the whole, like, Latin America thing, like, resends back to, like, current day Latin America, where Captain Rios, like, of course he likes shirtless, cut-off jeans, soccer in his ship. <laughs> Like, it's not like he's wearing his normal clothes playing with a soccer ball. No, no. He goes full on, like, I'm going to take off my shirt, wear my cutoff, like, with, this, with the frayed edges pants, and play barefoot soccer before I have sex. I don't remember that scene. I do, because I'm sitting there like, this is very anachronistic for someone, like, hundreds of years in the future. Like, if he plays soccer, cool. But it would be in, like, some future soccer thing. He would be in his holodeck playing, like holodeck soccer with like a weird like like super sci-fi setup Hmm. but then he wouldn't be having sex with the scientist chick who murdered um, Maddox I think it's probably a cyclical thing I think South America became because I guess the whole the future the whole world has a good economy I guess at this Mm. time yeah so um, I think style probably went back and forth between like really high tech to really you know bringing back Oh, cut yeah. off jeans. Oh yeah. So he just we just happened to catch him in the period of time where cut off jeans are popular again. Well, yeah, and, and look, it's cyclical. Seeing that I've lost some weight, I understand. Like, like when I went running today, mm-hmm. mostly I took the shirt off so I like diffuse my my farmer's tan. But I understand now. Like you know, you take off your shirt, you because I've been losing weight, I feel a little more confident, and I want to take my shirt off when I exercise. Mm-hmm. So I understand where that's coming from, because there are a lot of attractive women on that ship. And one of them's gonna see him like just sitting there, like, like conveniently in the biggest like common area of the ship, just like being physically active, and come out and be like, "Hey, should we do sex?" And she's like, "He's like, oh yeah, I'll make you feel better. <laughs> I'm the I'm a the captain of this vessel, so I have authority. And B, have you seen my abs? So like, I would do that. Just thank God I, I'm not as physically impressive as he is." Otherwise, I would be in doing this podcast shirtless as opposed to pantless. Okay. Uh, I know. We saw you chubbing up earlier. Mm-hmm. Look, Seven of Nine is hot. And now that we're not talking about her anymore, it relaxed. Yeah, Seven of Nine is pretty hot. She looks good. Oh, here her. it goes again. Jerry, Jerry Ryan has <sighs> aged like a fine wine. Like a f- or a cheese or something. Either way, I want to put my face into it. She's about like 52 or something. Oh my God, she she does not look fifty. Oh, 
whatever she does, she needs to keep <laughs> doing it and tell me what she's doing. Same with, she's around the same generation, same age as um, the woman that plays Raffi. Raffi. Yeah. And, and so they're about the same age. Yeah, but Raffi's been doing like snake weed or snake flour or whatever. So like that's where they, oh, oh, remember that like um, uh, Free Cloud has fucking pop-up ads that oh, yeah. you have to punch? Fuck that noise. That's a, that is that is hell right there. Like it's not just like oh click out of this ad. Like oh we popped up another window. It's like no no a little guy is gonna jump in front of me. Like hey look at me. I'm like no fuck you. <laughs> You're forced to interact. Starfleet with them. should intervene immediately and bombard that fucking planet. Uh, Michelle Hurd, who plays Raffi, is 53, and Jerry Ryan is 52. Listen, they're both like and Michelle Hurd is married to Garrett Dillahunt. I'm wow. Hey, good. Interesting. Uh, Garrett Dillahunt, you, uh, I'm certain will recognize from something at least. You should look familiar. Uh, well, while we talk about that, like scratching. they figured out from um, from Free Cloud that they're uh, they need to go to the Borg uh, reclamation area, which is the their artifact. And and of course, Picard is like, I really don't want to step set foot on a Borg cube again. Mm-hmm. But they're all like, Listen, we got to because um, what's her name? Um, did they did they go into Picard being a Borg for like the next four seasons of Star Trek because that happened in the third season at the for the season right finale. yeah they don't they don't really go into in it the next that four much. seasons th- th- they does that ever come back not really <laughs> as far as I can remember no not until really Nemesis I mean yeah until ne- uh, no it wasn't Nemesis it was a uh, first contact didn't they talk about it in Nemesis? Uh, Star Trek. No, Nemesis was. Um, that was the clone. I thought they yeah, talked about Nem- it. In Nemesis. That. Maybe they talked about it a little bit, but uh, but remember, First Contact was before Nemesis. Doesn't Captain Picard have a robotic heart? Uh yeah, he has like a like a some heart that Q was like, hey, listen, if you don't do this thing, um, if you if you didn't like get into a fight with this like Nausicaan or whatever, you won't get stabbed in the heart and laugh, and then that won't set you on the cap path to be a captain. Well, sorry, well, you look like you're. I remember to... that episode. Yeah, and um, and he p- turns into like some lowly science officer reporting to Riker. Wasn't that like one of the first episodes too? Not one of the first ones. He like Q is like a once a, a once a season thing. That was like I think I want to say at least three seasons in, at the very least. So I thought it was a Klingon like stabbed him in the heart. or Either something. a Noskin or a Klingon, but someone was like cheating at um at some sort of like ga- future gambling game. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I'm going to I thought they didn't that. have money. Here's another thing. Right? Why are they gambling? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> like, oh, I'm winning Not at this. Not under the Federation, but if it's the Klingons, then it's a different story. I, I guess. The Klingons have, uh, I know, tiny swords that use money. I don't give a fuck. Um, tiny little swords. And then, then Captain Picard has to live with, like, a robotic heart. Yeah, but that also makes it, like, he, like, apparently Q, like, poses as, like, the angel of death for him. It's, it's just like a bottle episode where he gets to play death. In the Star Trek universe. And like, let me look at your life. So, well, I'm just going to... I, I went through my whole life. Every time I look at Picard, I'm like, he's got a robotic heart. Robo, robo heart. I got to see that episode again. I'm not sure. It's a, it's a pretty good episode, honestly. Um, okay, so he goes... So they, they managed to go to the cube, and uh, Hugh is there. Like, he looks up some, like... Hugh is there? Yeah, some stock Hugh. footage. Hugh. I thought you said Q. Hugh. Oh, that would have been cool if it was God, Q. God, I'm dying second for season, Q. Second season, second season. Really, the 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 Q flashback was second season. No. Oh, he will get Q in second season of Q Picard. Second, hopefully, sorry, sorry. Okay, <clears throat> that would be awesome. I would fucking love that. I, I I'm interested in how they would do that if they get the same actor. They did. And he just looks. He just looks older. They did. They they they. they that's the weird thing is like they. It's like Q's like an. But Q. No Q. Oh Q. If they if if Q came back in the second season, sorry, I'm st- sorry, I'm still talking about okay, Q, gotcha. not Hugh. <laughs> If he came back in the second season, he'd still be the same actor, and they'd, they'd kind of be this weird, awkward moment where it'd be like, "So why are you older?" It's like, "Well, I chose to look this way to make you." He, he would have some something. Yeah, I chose to look it, this way. It wasn't Picard. like Q was ever like like um, running, like like doing athletic stuff. He would just snap his fingers, and things would change. Well, they I, didn't. They didn't address why. What I would do. What's his face looked old when he was portraying Data as opposed to portraying the son of Noonien. I see exactly. Who? Data. Yeah. What's his name? I forget his name, but the guy who plays Data. Uh oh, Brent Spiner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they didn't they didn't address why the Brent Spiner in the the sort of dream sequence looked older and thicker. <laughs> right. 
because he's supposed to be data, data who is oh. never changing. Oh, yeah. So they, 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 they might just leave it alone. Yeah, hopefully it might be one of those things they just I say would like, CGIQ. Yeah, just if it CG. were me. <laughs> well, if it were me, I would get him to like, you know, do the, the act and I would de-age him kind of like the, the, what they did in um, the, the Irishman. Or Ant-Man. The Irishman or Ant-Man. Uh, listen, long story, what I want to tell you is like I've been oh. watching MLP and he, and um, the guy who plays Q, he plays um, Discord, who is basically Q. MLP. My Little Pony. Your brony. I'm not a brony. I think, bro- <laughs> okay, look, long story short, bronies buy stuff. People who like good cartoons just watch the good cartoons. Yeah, but you. I swear to Christ, you Sam. You shortened it. Well, yeah, because I don't want to say my little pony every time. MLP. You know. Yeah, but you didn't even establish you're down with MLP. my little pony first. You just went straight to MLP that it, you are a brony. Oh, I'm sorry. Do I? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, with OCP? Because that's how that's how you yeah that's you know how me? you communicate with all your little brony Listen, friends. Listen, if online. I say NWA, are you be like, whoa, what which one is that? It's like you're not gonna make me spell that out. Like I like NWA, but you don't make me say like, are you going to establish that? <laughs> well, I don't think are you're you down with, Are you down with OPP? And what does that mean? I don't think you're allowed to say exactly nwa exactly so listen let me let me <laughs> abbreviate you didn't make me like spell it mrap when we were talking about that earlier i actually don't know what mrap stands oh, for oh and now you don't want to know when it's convenient when it's convenient for you you sit there and be like i got nothing to say i think you need some saltines you need to chill out i'm drinking that haterade is what i'm drinking now no, actually, you're drinking that. Okay, but like Discord. No, I'm drinking a smoothie. Discord. He plays the same character, and it's great. So, like, listen, I, I don't mind if he looks older. Um, Are you talking about Q? Q, yeah, and because oh. uh, when he was in uh, Next Gen, he like went from like the old style uniform to the new style uniform, and I was like, oh look, these uniforms are much. I don't care. <laughs> I do not give two shits if Q is there and he looks older. Fuck it. <laughs> I want that fun. I was hoping for Section Thirty One. I. I 51 i i totally space which section it is but like i miss that i want them to go like do deep cuts deep cuts of star trek okay um where are we oh yeah they they go there hugh like shows picard around the the board cube and he he's got like a, a for, for a country for a like a society that has like a lot of like tissue regeneration technology like or like a, give me a dermal regenerator he has like a lot of bolts and shit on his face <laughs> and lines yeah, I'm wondering, you know what, it might be that the Borg put those in there uh, so that they can never come out. I if guess. they pulled them out, the, the person would die. Yeah. I think that's what my, my theory is, or else they just take them all out. Or it's a plot convenient, one or the other. <laughs> just so that you know that they're ex-Borgs. It was very nice. Yeah, ex yeah. It was very nice because, like, Hugh shows them around and is like, oh, look, here is us making them their lives better. And look, the Romulans are doing it. They're not total dicks. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. But all this time, like, um, Dodge, I think that's her name. She's, like, coming clean about, like, these weird dreams she's having. And they're just, like, a program to keep her in line. Like, the like the phone call she's had, or the, the subspace call she's having with her mom, which always lasts, like, uh, what was no, it? No, like? it's Soji. Soji, sorry. Dodge, Dodge is sorry, the Soji. One, first one, yeah. Sorry, so- Soji. She's having, like, 30, what, 70-second calls. Like, they're always 70 seconds, like, the dreamy Romulan, like, so, like looks it up. Didn't we, um over this episode already well, uh, may, no no this one's new because then, then she she says like hey i need help with this and he's like let's do romulan thi- um it's hypnosis therapy romulan hypnotherapy and it's like wait we didn't talk about this one yet. is romulan hypnotherapy gonna work on a half human half synthetic person like yeah it'll do what we need to do for, for so the show can happen <laughs> so so the movie can happen uh, and he walks, she, so she, he walks her, him around, her around some sort of like weird little like turn, like philosophical thing. Like, no, make the turn. You'll get there. And, and basically what we find out is that she's like a, she, she finds out for herself that she's a, um, a, or a, a synth. Okay. Because she dated all of her photos. Like, hey, these are all like 37 months old. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> she has that moment where it's like, why is everything 37 months old? Like, I wonder why. Because you've only really been alive for three years. But. Like, no one's ever heard of all the times where someone, like, in Star Trek history, where someone, like, fakes someone's memories and, like, shoves them somewhere? Well, I guess not her. I guess not her. All right. Um, let me see here. Seems kind of actually um, to build an android like that. It's kind of um, unethical, actually, I think. 
It, oh, yes, is Why? incredibly unethical. Well, well it, they should know all the years they've been ali- alive. Or at least know that their memories are fake. It's like, hey, we turned you on. You have some memories. They're not real. They're just to kind of flesh you, out so your personality. You mean, you mean like when they've been like recommissioned to do certain tasks as opposed to the ones that are still living on the home planet that know all, this, all the history? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that, listen, that is very unethical, and I'm sure they're going to get to that later for me. Well, maybe she, maybe she agreed to go on the thing, and so she had to... Oh, like, yeah. Prior to departing, prior to Soji and Dodge departing the home planet, they were like, yes, we'll go on this mission. And so they knew that that would be happening. But then while that's happening to them, obviously they're like, what the fuck is going on with me? What's wrong? Oh, that's what happened. I thought Data programmed them to be like that. No, I'm just saying maybe that's what happened. He's just the one who painted the future daughters. Oh, he didn't actually build them. Build I, them? Maybe no, not. no, the Soons did. I guess, like the sons of Soon. Who knows? Soon. Long story short, that wasn't really, tr- truly like explained. Like the whole data. I feel like uh, that was the season like, two. Data's an asshole. That season two. Yeah, he's a bit of a dick. <laughs> if you see the first episode of Star Trek, he's kind of horrifying. <laughs> no, watch the first episode of Star Trek again. Like when he pulls Wesley out of the brook in the holodeck, he's like smiling with some sort of weird, like I'm gonna bite your face off smile. And you're like, ugh. <laughs> Everyone in that show was either a a dick to each other or b horrifying. <laughs> um, but uh, so they find what they need to find. Like uh, he, like Picard runs into the twin chick. And it's like, I'm, I, your twin came to see me. I will save you. Because she punches her way out of like the, the meditation room after dreamy Romulan turns on her. And it's like, oh, this hurts so much because I actually love her because we've been banging for a while. And I've developed feelings cliche. <laughs> he caught feelings. And uh, so, like, yeah, Picard finds her. They run to like some sort of Borg queen room, um, teleporter room. And they tell like Rios, all right, get out of here. And... Uh, Romulan, um, like Ronin or like a, a swordsman guy, has snuck on and like helps Hugh hold off like the the reinforcements. Yeah, what I was okay. So, so what she's digging you? through the ground, right? She's punching through punching the ground. Punching through the wood. It's pretty much like that old cartoon gag where someone keeps falling through all these different stories. Yeah. Of, so she, she was was she doing that all the way through the ship? Or she was punching through the fo- floor, I think through and then one she level. went to the next level, and she punched through that one. Well, that, that's the problem with Romulan um, meditation rooms on a board cube. Like, there's no code for that, so it's like it's, they can't be up to code. So yeah, how did they? How did she just? How did Picard and the what, Hugh catch up to? Well, because like he, Picard they were did tracking. Yeah, Picard did that that cliche thing where it's like you need to find this chick. Why? No time to explain. <laughs> Not even while we're walking for five minutes. <laughs> Here, let me. I can explain while we're walking. Um, a twin came to me. You have to make um, like uh, synths in pairs, and she's special, and I need to save her. Boom. <laughs> uh, yeah, because like during the 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 hypnotherapy thing, she looks up and finds like the the two moon electrical electrical storm. Like there's only one place with two moons and an electrical storm. Like oh, we, in the whole entire galaxy. Whole galaxy. There's like, <laughs> there. Remember, this is the place where there's a mafia planet and a Nazi planet. <laughs> Wait, wait, was one of them... Separate from the planet that had both the Nazis and the Mafia. <laughs> so There was a Lord of the Flies planet, Lord too. of the Flies... There's all sorts of planets. <laughs> both offensive and not, given today's standards. <laughs> so, um, the Romulans are good at their job. <laughs> it's got two moons and an electrical storm. So, we're going to find, like, maybe some form of data. Like, Richard Spiner is going to be there, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Oh, guys, I hope he's going to be there. I'm going to watch these two episodes next day off. Boom, nailing that. <clears throat> and that's kind of where the episode ends. Oh, where, where, where they do they meet? Where they meet up with her? And oh yeah, they meet up with her. They they teleport to some planet. I forget which one. And they say, okay, um, Rios, meet us at the place. And like Rios still doesn't know that the doctor killed uh, Maddox. And um, yeah. and. Um, not Maddox. Uh, who's uh, Maddox and um, the other chick, the 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 researcher chick. Um, what's her name? What's your name? 
Abigail or <coughs> Agnes Drotty. Drotty. Yeah, she w- she went to meet her her um her son at the last episode <laughs> at the planet at Free Cloud, and he's marrying a Romulan. Are you talking about Rafi? Rafi. He, no, right. no, Rafi. Raffi. She she son. went to meet her son yes. at Free Cloud. And he's and extremely like mean to her. Well, because she was an addict. Like that'll happen. And he, she and apparently, like coincidentally, he's now like married and having a kid with a Romulan. Like <laughs> they're like ten times as strong as a human. So that Kegel muscle alone would just like if she was performing adequately, crush all his genitals. Huh. So like that's what I'm saying. But still, they made it work as any good relationship does. It's work. Um, and so she stowed away on the ship, and so now they're all going to wherever they teleported to. Okay, so you're at the part where Agnes kills Bruce Maddox? No, that was in the last episode, but she did that. But we're just talking about like the, the parts we find the funniest. Oh, okay. Well, that's the part I, I spoiled that. Yeah, you did that for me. That she's a murderer. And I, I want to <laughs> say it's because of the Romulan. Um, yeah, it was um, mostly because of that. I'll say it's because of that. It's like, you don't know what I know. It's like and The only thing I can think of is like, the last time we saw that Romulan chief of security, she was wearing sunglasses. And I have never seen, until this point, sunglasses in Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's kind of how I felt when I was watching The Mandalorian. Right? And you I saw like, the scientists wearing just regular glassic glasses. Said, like, what the like, I've never seen glasses in Star Wars. This, what? Like, it's <laughs> one of the things that just pops you from the, from the whole proceedings. <laughs> <clears throat> For one, it's a Romulan. And I've never thought of Romulans as sunglass wearers. Okay, so I want to compile all the footage and all the episodes of Star Wars and Star Trek all into one database and then have an AI see if they can find any scenes. Glass, just glasses. Where there's like glasses or sunglasses. There's like, well, I think there's like one from like um, Clone Wars or like from anytime they have like the... Um, they, have the trade vi- fen- they have visors. Yeah, no, from the Trade Federations, like a couple of them wear glasses. I remember from Clone Wars, they had like some Nazi scientist like... Um, feel alike making some like super virus it's like and he speaks with a with a, with a nazi accent okay they had that that's that's what the glasses that i saw in yeah Mandalorian it's, were. It was it's nazi. so it, it is so it has to be so anachronistic that you can't help but like see where it comes from like those are german sunglasses or those are german like spectacles yeah from World War II. to do a nazi scientist you have to have circular glasses i guess the gold frame uh Okay. Okay, so last thing before I go. Um, I've been, uh, like, switching gears to another show before, like, we take off. Um, I've watched both B-Stars and a large portion of BNA. What's B-Stars? That sounds like porno. It probably is. Okay, it feels a lot. It's on Netflix, and there is a rabbit who, like, tries to fuck a wolf, and they're all in high school. So the rabbits like to fuck like rabbits, and the wolves have like all the carnivores. Okay, is it really just B stars, or, or yes, it is literally or is called this, B stars. Is this another L- MLP? Beast no, is this another MLP okay, moment? A fuck you. <laughs> B. He's no. watching Zootopia porn. No, no, it's called B stars. It's literally called. That's how you pronounce it. B stars. B stars. Okay, I think I heard about the show. Who's the name? What's the main character's name? I forget. It's Lagoshi or something. He's a wolf, okay. and it's a whole thing about like. And um, he's trying to fuck a rabbit. He wants to, and he also wants to eat her. Because oh, it's he's like a Twilight. It, uh, yeah, kind of like that. It's, it's, it's like this thing where um, the whole thing is like, you know, what you're born into um, determines a lot of like who you are because like um, carnivores want to eat meat. It's nature versus nurture. Nature versus nurture. And uh, the thing is like they'll have like, okay, like hospitals will sell like cadavers to carnivores because they want to eat meat. And hobos will be like, hey, look. What eat, kind of cadavers? Just whatever. So sell carni- carnivores to carnivores? Maybe, but largely, so largely, yes. Largely, yes. But like, like, what's an example? Uh, like, what kind of cadaver are they selling? Like, uh, whoever died and there's no one there to be like, here, donate my body to science. We'll send it to this market where carnivores will eat the motherfucker. And, um, I'm concerned. And also, that. hobos will be like, listen, I'm a junkie. Bite one of my fingers for like 100 yen. That's a weird um, concept for a cartoon. Oh, it um, is so weird. I wonder what it's supposed supposed to represent in like Japanese society. Like, I don't know much about their society, but is it supposed to represent like different political groups? Or I think different I, it's mostly it's it's about like discrimination based on your birth. So it, I think it's more of a universal message because they're trying to go for that. But listen, maybe it, it has to do with class. Yeah, a little bit of class, a little bit of birth, a little bit of because like the the some some um. 
some uh, mafia groups will be like lions and they'll like the same like rabbit who wants to bang Lagoshi will get captured and they'll like save them. And there's like um, a panda bear that with a with a with a crossbow made of bamboo who will help him fight. And like Lagoshi will have to like find his inner beast and like go for the throat because that's what wolves do. It's a whole thing. Are you looking it up? No. <laughs> and Beastars is similar in that it's it's another Netflix anime where there are beast people, but it's not there are humans and beast people. In B in Beastars, it's all beast people. Yeah, either omnivore or carnivore or um herbivore. Okay, the whole society is animals. In Beastars there are like beast people like lycanthropes and humans and there's discrimination there. So I, I found some some Wait, you keep saying Beastars. Yeah, because that's what it's called. B stars is the sh- is the show. What's the other show that you're comparing? BNA. What's BNA? Beast NA. Beast DNA. Basically, it's a, it. I like it's weird. It's a weird <laughs> synergy. It's like what you remember when um when um when uh, beast n- wait beast nucleic acid. Yes, literally. <laughs> um, remember when um Dante's Peak and Volcano came out pretty much the same year? Yeah, kinda. it's kind of like that. So um BNA and B stars. So in B stars, you have unreal sexual tension and weirdness and uh in bna you have kind of happy-go-lucky crime it's a little more happy-go-lucky in bna but it gets really it can get really like taciturn in a second because there's also like crime and shit in um let me see here oh in uh, in b stars there's eating other sapient beings like literally like like that hobo i talked about Uh in bna they're selling beast children into child beast labor. Hmm. It gets really weird. Because there's humans. Yes. In this world. Exactly. So humans in BNA are normal, are like this dominant culture. Yes. And then the beasts are kind of like the oppressed, the subjugated. Boom. But they have a lot of power. They still have a lot of power? Oh, yeah. Because like if there's a beast person, they're like super strong sometimes. Oh, okay. like physical power. Yeah. Not, uh, not political or power. In... Um, B-stars, there's discrimination based on being an herbivore or a carnivore. And uh, BNA, there's discrimination being on being an animal person. In uh, <laughs> B-stars, there's weird underage sexualization of an animal or of, of a bunny girl. Because uh-huh. she, she's a rabbit. She likes to fuck. Uh-huh. It's her thing. And uh, let's see. <laughs> In BNA, there's weaponizing the ability abilities of underage tanuki girls. <laughs> In B-stars... There's a weird commentary on natural urges versus primal, you know, your like what what your what your urges are versus what society says. Uh-huh. In BNA, there is a weird religion based okay. on like some silver wolf thing that is real actually. Oh. It is um. so weird. Like watch both right now. No. All right. Oh, I'm going to get the sold uh, me. Oh yeah, see? I'm not sold. Totally, you need to see it. It's well, if you're it's, watching like uh airbender Come on, you were watching Airbender. What the fuck is wrong with Avatar The Last Airbender? Nothing is wrong with it, but if you like that, look, you're... No, it's yes. not the same. It's <laughs> not like the same. It's not. But there both, is no comparison. They both say things. They both say things. No. Yes. All right, I think I'm going to go with Beastars first. Go with, oh, definitely go with Beastars first, because there's another season coming out of that, for sure. If you won't fucking watch... Avatar: The Last Airbender. What the <laughs> fuck are you gonna watch? Some bullshit that he's talking about. This is—it's really good. Well, I've, I've heard it mentioned before, actually. Booms. And how many times have you heard Avatar: The Last Airbender mentioned? Like five a times. A lot more times. Okay. But yeah, but remember, you. But you probably heard the M Night Shyamalan version. Yeah. Which is like trash. It's like peeing glass shards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're. They're doing a live-action Netflix series, which theoretically... Of Avatar? Yeah. Which theoretically okay. is going to be more properly cast. Oh, yeah, they, they make and that pronounced. promise. They make that promise. But remember, they're talking about like uh, doing the um, Cowboy Bebop um, live-action. Nobody and cares. And they're ta- no, a lot of people care. And they're talking about doing like a different Faye outfit. I'll watch... Uh, and that's bullshit. Bebop for the first time. No, watch Bebop for the first time in anime format. <laughs> you dick. I'll watch it for the first time when they make it live action because I'm I one of those people. I will. Like, I will. I, I won't watch w- the anime, but I'll watch live action when they make it for adults. You. What was I the <laughs> other one that they came out with? They did Castle. Well, what, Castlevania. They did Castlevania. But that was, an but anim- was, yeah. that was animation. Oh, how about that Attack that on Titan? One. They're doing an Attack action. on Titan live action. 
Yeah, no, they they. I never saw that. I never fucking saw that, and I'm not gonna sully my eyes with that bullshit. It's on. I bet it's on Netflix right now. Okay, look. I'm, I'm googling this right now. Look, okay, while you Google that, it's been around for like five years. I think. <laughs> look, 2015. Ah, oh, God. Boom. If you ever seen those like those like It's on voodoo. You have to pay for the shit. Oh, fuck that noise. It's like why don't I pay someone to peg me with like a dildo coated in sandpaper? Do you really need to pay someone to do that? I'm what? sure there are plenty of people that would gladly do that to Yeah, me. but again, that's the equivalent. Is I'm now Put it paying. on your Tinder put it on your Tinder profile and you'll have it like the next day. Yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> uh, I People might pay you to be allowed to do it to you. If they pay me, it's a different story. But what watching, <laughs> paying to see a live-action Attack on Titan thing is like paying to have someone fuck me with a jagged dildo. <laughs> so that being said, thank you for listening to the Transbay Podcast, sponsored by Google for sure. Jeez. I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor. I'm Samantha. We'll see you next time. <laughs>